Welcome to the Ancestral Alignment Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Stanhill. The aim of this podcast is to empower people to take control of their own health by arming them with the tools to live a biologically appropriate life in our modern world. Through the creation of new habits and lifestyle practices, I want to enable better health, strength and vitality that nourishes all sectors of life. Today, I'm sharing an amazing conversation I had with Odell last week. Odell is a 27-year-old woman in this human life and an unknown soul age. Desiring deep connection and being her truest self from as early as she can remember makes her feel ancient. Over the years, she has consistently dropped away and welcomed in things that aligned more fully. Yet this year has been a continuous flow of huge transformations, slowing down, listening, reconnecting. The pull towards women and the feminine became so strong that she released most of her commitments, which were running the charge movement gym and teaching yoga with kids and adults. She kept only what felt fully aligned. Now, while facilitating her second 10-week women's program, she received the call to ignite the energy and messages more into the community in other ways. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. It was so much fun to chat with Odell. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on, Odell. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm stoked. Um, I'd love you to just start off with a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you're into, what you've been doing and just your things. Oh, great. All of the things. All so, of the things. <laughs> I feel like we were just having a chat and I feel like there's just, you know, there's endless things when you start to enter into the space of being, you know, free and yeah, exploring what's possible every given day without necessarily as many boundaries as you might have once had. So I kind of feel like my days are now filled with, it honestly could be filled with anything. Uh, I do have maybe, I've put in a little bit more structure recently since wanting to move more into work with women. So therefore there's some, you know, I've moved back into doing to-do lists now, which is, you know, hasn't been there for the last like two, three months. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose my days are filled with uh, a blend or a mix of getting some of that like structured work done. So like communicating with different women, um, then there might be some reading and learning, then there might be some breath work and then processing through that. Um, yeah, I don't really feel like there's that Monday to Sunday routine. Like each day could be whatever day. I'm, I never really am sure. And I kind of have to know sometimes like Keegan gets a bit frustrated cause he's like, what, you know, what, um, didn't you check the calendar? And I'm like, what, you know, no, I didn't. <laughs> so the, yeah, I feel like my life at the moment is wherever I feel drawn to, often I will move towards that. And so when you offered for a podcast, I'm like feeling into it. Yes. You know, that feels yummy and juicy and let's dive in there. So yeah, the last couple of months have definitely been deep and a lot of uh, emotional purging, releasing of childhood traumas and a lot of deep feeling, which, yeah, I'm one of those strange people who crave, crave that. And I'm no longer thinking it's so strange anymore. But yeah, growing up, I feel like that has been such a big part of my life is the 
desiring for deep connection, deep love, deep um, yeah, connection with self and others. But yeah, I suppose uh, Keegan and I run a gym in Samford, so that's been a big part of our lives. And then recently when I started to do all the inner work and deep work for myself, he kind of took more on that role as I moved and transitioned more into the work with women and running women's programs and now I've just launched a new event. So yeah, I guess life at the moment is just continuously changing and molding and growing and it's really exciting. Mm. Mm, it's juicy. I love it. That's awesome. What got you into like, what kind of shifted you towards sort of wanting to work with women? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. I feel like my childhood didn't really involve a lot of women. So I actually bonded and connected more with guys and found it easier. Like I was very sporty and was a runner. So, and played soccer just found it easy to chill with the guys. <laughs> and I did have a group of, of girlfriends, but um, yeah, I think the theme was definitely just um, being with guys. And from there, through my life, um, it got to a point where something in me told me that I needed to have more women in my life and I ended up going to a women's circle which was about a year ago or so with my sister my blood sister <laughs> and it was it felt like coming home it felt like it was so natural to be sitting in a circle with other women listening to one another hearing each other's stories and having that really kind of sacred space, even though I hadn't really had much of that up until that point, it was like very natural. And even though there was like all these cards there and I don't even think I'd ever pulled a card before, before that point and uh, crystals and all these other divine things that shouldn't probably have, felt natural to me did and that was definitely the start of the, this new journey or path of being like wow I, I need more of this in my life it's it's kind of like and from reading women who run with the wolves it's like this you get a bit of a taste a taste of that uh the way that life can be with more ritual and more deep connection and more hearing and listening of other women and you just want more <laughs> and you don't want it to go away either so it's that um it's like it lights this soul fire within you and yeah from then i never missed a circle each month and ended up starting another uh, being part of the start of another circle as well, which was a different sort of format. And we moved between each women's house and different women have the chance to create and hold space for other women, um, which has been so beautiful to witness each woman be able to hold, hold space and 
for us all to co-create and nurture one another. Uh, yeah, and then progressively, other things just started to drop in. Uh, goodness, I don't even know what came first. I feel like little things like wearing my hair down more and then starting to put on some more dresses. I noticed I started to appreciate uh, flowers more and flowers that had been picked. Other things in nature, just being more in, in tune with something as simple as like a tree or the leaves blowing in the wind and just getting these waves of, oh wow, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and you know, I don't think I'd ever used those words much before. Like the words feminine and beautiful and nourishing and divine and nurturing, like they weren't even in my vocab. I would never have used those. So it's just small little progressive things that kind of allow the feminine to come through. And yeah, I would have classified myself as definitely a very masculine energy. Anyone around me knew me as someone who would just like go, go, go and like get things done all the time. So people who have met me later while I'm already like this probably would have always thought that this is just who I am. I'm like a luscious being that, you know, just is one with the earth or whatever. But it's been such, it's been such a journey and <laughs> a great one. <laughs> that was the best, best self-description I've ever heard. <laughs> you, maybe you don't. Maybe that's just my image of myself. I love it. Now. I can't do it. Like when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's how I see it. I was like, this is quite accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, cool yeah. I love that I feel like I was quite the same like in not having I don't know if it was because like maybe it was because I'm more connected with guys and I prefer to like do stuff and adventure and do that stuff or if it was like more because I couldn't or I or I felt like I didn't have that connection with girls and was always like oh like a little part of me like saw groups of girls together and was like mm, kind of want that but then was also like pushed away from it and was like you don't have it so like you don't need it like you know, and it was the same, like, it's funny that you bring up even those little things about like looking at flowers and like looking at the beauty in the world and like the tiny little, like the tiny little things, like picking up like a lady beetle and being like, this is so beautiful. And mm -hmm. I feel like I, I had been like kind of, yeah, shut off to that. And so in that, like, not necessarily masculine, but a little bit more of like, I'm coming at the world, like I'm coming through it rather than being in it and like being like, oh my God, like look where I am. And like the, the beauty in, in the tiny little things and like same with wearing my hair down. Like I used to never wear it down, was always up, like always in like braids or whatever it was, like always held pulled back and like ready to go. And, mm. you know, and now having the hair down, like that freedom and that, um, and dresses and stuff like that as well. Like even still, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Fuck, like dresses are the best. I'm like, why would I, like, why was I against this for so long? I feel like I was always like, not like shorts and t-shirt, like or singlet or whatever it was. And was always like, you know, this is so much more like, I guess, practical, like a sense of me thought that it was more practical and better yeah, and like, you know, and that, that kind of energy towards it. And like, I'm chilling in a dress right now. I'm like, this is great. Like, I feel so free in it. Like I got air on my body. Like, you know, it, it's, mm. it's such a big shift and it's, and it comes through like, all of those little things, like starting to really like, yeah, like embrace that feminine energy in all, in all parts of life. It's so beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so, I always get such a buzz, like listening to other women speak that through and just really acknowledge the, the little shifts and the little changes because we always kind of think about this 
quantum leap between wh- where you are and where you might want to be and just forget about all those little beautiful celebrations that you can make along the way. So that's why when you ask the question like, what's Odell? What's your story? Why are you here now? It's always like so challenging to answer because it's just right now, it's just such a moment in time. And how do you describe like all that life is in like a sentence or a few sentences because it's so much, you know, that's, yeah, it definitely feels like, definitely feels like a lot, a lot of, a lot of energy and a lot of juiciness Mm, totally and I think I love that you bring up that it's it is that journey and it is it's constantly changing it's so dynamic like I feel like there's every day like it's a change like every hour it's a change like whether that's in my mood or emotion or like where I am in my cycle or like how I interact or like what kind of weather it is like if I wake up and it's sunny I'm like fucking earth or they're like the next day it might be cloudy and like I'm just like sad or like whatever it is and like those tiny little things like I used to you know, I guess put off the fact that they would, would impact me and be like, Oh no, like, I don't care what the weather is. Like you have to enjoy it or like you have to be happy. You have to do stuff or whatever. But now being like, okay, cool. Like I'm feeling this and like, that's good. And that's where I'm at right, right now, rather than I guess being like, no, you need to do this. And like, it was funny that before you brought up your to-do list and stuff like that, cause I'm definitely the past six months has been like hell to-do list or like maybe more, more <laughs> the past three months has been like, like, I have filled like journals daily with like my to-do list of like all oh, my work stuff, like my day plan, my health stuff, like education, like all this stuff and being so like, and you get shit done. Like I have gotten more shit done in the past three months of my life than I think I ever have. And I like, I'm just like, fucking oath, like that's killer. But like, you know, the other day I went, okay, I went to write something. I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this again. And was like, and it was nice hearing you being like, oh, you haven't been doing it or you had, you had not been doing it. And now you're getting back into it again. I'm like, cool. Like, I think that it's time for me to like, not journal like crazy every single day and just like bring in more of that creative energy and just give it a break. And then I know when I do give that stuff a break, like whatever it is, like if it's the journaling practices or training or like, you know, whatever it is, like always in like a week or two's time, I really want to get back into it again. And like, I have that energy to like that, that drive again to come back to it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that just brought up for me the, the, I do use a journal and I really love it, but the where I used to be doing the same process every day, like, you know, writing gratitudes and then the to-do list and then reflections or dreams. And I'd have this like set structure or template that I would mm-hmm. follow. Nowadays, it's not like that at all. Like I might wake up, some days I might get straight out of bed or some days I might lie in bed and just process some dreams that I might've just had and just feel into what the door or the message or the pathway is from that dream. Um, Then I might feel called to write about it if it needs a bit more expanding. And then it might be, yeah, it might be some like movement of the body with or without music. Then it could be, some more journaling around something that's coming through. So if you move the body or you breathe or something, it could be like something will drop in that you'd be like, Oh yes. Like that creative side. Now I feel less inclined to train so early in the morning because I feel like that window when you first wake up is so pure and so cleansed from the sleep 
that it's a really powerful, potent time to be in that creative space. It has been for me, for sure. So if I'll, usually if I'll write a post for Instagram or whatever, that will normally come from clarity in the morning. Mm. So whereas it's probably a good time to post at the end of the day or something for more people to be on, I'll just, <laughs> I'll usually either write it in the morning and then post it if I want to, or, you know, po post it later. Or oftentimes I won't post it all in a day. If I, if I don't feel like it, I just like won't do it. And being okay with that. I feel like, you know, a couple of months ago, I would not have been okay with that. <laughs> I would have been like, Naughty girl, what are you doing? How are you going to get, you know, uh, followers or whatever if, you, if you're not out there? And nowadays it's like, okay, am I feeling joy? Am I, is this resonating with me? Is it making me feel vibrant and alive? Is it doing the things that I'm advocating for through the posts that I'm doing? You know, otherwise it's who, what are you actually leading? You know, if you're, if you're speaking about something and teaching certain things, like, is it actually true for you? Totally. I love that. I think that's, I resonate a lot with that. Cause I've been trying to be like, okay, like every second day or like every day, like would be great to post, but then like, fuck, I get around to it. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. And there's so much resistance. And sometimes I'm like, you know, do I need to go through the resistance? Is this a part of it? Like learning to push through it and stuff. But then other times I'm like, why is there so much resistance towards this real simple thing? Like maybe, just give it a break. And like, you know, we talked, we've talked a little bit about cycles, like before we started recording. And like, I noticed that even like, just how that really plays into everything. Like even like leading up to my cycle, the past couple of days, I've been like, I don't want to post, like, just, I want to get the, like, I don't really want anything to do with that. I look on it and I'm like, mm. and like, I just walk away from it. Or like, I just want to think about stuff and create stuff or like, we'll create infographics and then just be like, cool, I'm not going to post that. And just like more of that kind of, that kind of energy around yeah. that, I guess that winter time. Um, and just, yeah, it's super interesting that and, and just allowing that because, yeah, for ages and like honestly still do like struggle with being like, you should, you know, you should do this mm. or you should post or you should whatever. The like, should work. You should and I'm just like, shut up. Like, just like do like just, you know, feel into it and, and just, yeah, go with that because, yeah, even when I do like when I'm really feeling like I'm like, I really want to share this, like boom, I can write something beautiful and I know that like if people actually read it and go through it and implement it, that's going to really help them. Whereas like, when it's stuff like, okay, what should you post about? I'm like, all right, let's post, like talk about, I don't know, water. And like, I'm just like, I can write anything about water. And I'm like, fucking write it. Like, and I'm just like, fuck this. And like, you know, like, I guess it kind of comes into that like intention in it. And I'm like, well, if I'm kind of writing it, like I should do this or I have to, like, it's, it's very different. Like I'll even read it back and be like, this is not nice. Like, I don't, I don't want to, um, give that vibe. I'd prefer to just do nothing and be like, okay, like just something nice is going to come eventually, you know? Yeah, and I guess where I think about that is also the because there's so much knowledge and information out there, I feel like there's some form of responsibility from us all as individuals to be that checker, you know, be the check of what energy is within the post because whether you realise it or not, there's definitely, you know, there, there's an energy that moves with that post so if that's the energy of creation of, of putting it out there then in some form that's going to be then received so yeah being mindful of the fact that you know t time and uh energy if you're kind of the desire is the consumption of what we create 
then being mindful that, you know, not to put like a million tons of pressure on yourself that what you create must be like the most beautiful, amazing creation you've ever done in your entire life uh, because that's obviously not helpful either. <laughs> but also that, yeah, like just having that check system where you're like, hmm, no, this is interesting. Like this is not really uh, feeling in flow right now and maybe it's time to just set that down. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I love that. Like it's like brought up like a lot of stuff in me, like just then about, I guess, yeah, feeling into that. And it comes into, you know, everything, like that intention behind everything, like sometimes even just chatting with people and like not feeling that or like, yeah, connecting with people or doing something like, you know, even training or something like that. Sometimes it's like resistance in that. And it's like, okay, like, is this really coming from a place of like love and like abundance and sharing and wanting to serve and, and be in your purpose and all of that? Or is it coming from like a, you know, a, I guess, yeah, like a, a should point of view or like a, you need to do this. And I feel that all the time. Like sometimes we'll go to yeah, post something or go to train and it's, it's that like, I don't want to do this. Like you need to do it. And then it's like, well, like why? And yeah, it's funny navigating, I guess um, that like the social world and like, especially when you're trying to um, use Instagram and stuff like that for business and like to try and put stuff out there to like serve people and to like fulfill your purpose in there and feeling like you should create. And it's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting one that I'm, yeah, really trying to navigate at the moment, which is, is fun. <laughs> oh, yes. Endless fun journeys. Totally, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. interesting and it's amazing. Like, you know, part of me is like, sometimes I'm like, fuck it, I'm deleting it. Like, this is not how I want to do anything with my life. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. And then other times I'm so grateful for it, like connecting with you or being able to share podcasts and be able to share, like, when I have something that I'm like, oh my God, like, I want to give this to everyone. Like, this is really like, this is amazing. And like, put it out there and to be able to share that or to be giving like, you know, gratitude or whatever it is and being able to put that out there, like to accept mm. that this is kind of like, I guess the, the transportation now is, is through, you know, this social media and that like, just like what you said, like that you're putting energy into that and it's being transported. Cause yeah, I feel like I can become very like against it and be like, no, this is not what I want. This is not natural. Like, this is not like, aligned with myself but I'm like well maybe it's just a it's a shift in perspective rather than like you know just like that you know um the same thing with the feminine like when we're sitting in masculine that's what we want we, we're anti-feminine or like when we're sitting out of the I guess the realm of social media where we don't want it but mm. yeah stepping it into it and being like okay how can I I guess change my perspective on this or make it work absolutely finding the flow between being in that space. And I feel like if you nourish yourself in, in what your body needs and your psych needs and emotions and all of that, then you can come into the space feeling so full and so abundant that it's not triggering. Like maybe it might be if you're only in that space and you're only doing a, B, C, D, E on an endless cycle and you feel like that's, you've got to like stay there in that, in that box, in that space and until you're finished, you're not moving. And you know, there's times where that does serve you. I know when sometimes I, uh, I'm calling in some sort of creation that I need to make, it will serve me better to be in that, um, that space where, I can have this endless flow of creation rather than being interrupted. 
but I find joy in that. So sometimes it will be exactly what you desire and what works the best. And other times you'll just want to be outside and in a river <laughs> oh, <laughs> and not anywhere near social media. So totally. I think, and, and eat, as you say, the cycles, the cycles are so indicative of that. And the more we can come to be aligned with ourselves and really feel into the energy, the more we can make the call on the day. There's nothing more than I love to hear when I'm about to go to an appointment with someone or vice versa for me. Like if someone says, Hey, I know we had this appointment today, but I've, you know, my night's been really restless and I'm not feeling like I can show up fully for you today. So can we reschedule? And I'm like, Yes. Yes, of course we can reschedule. You know, yeah. that that part of our society is I feel like that's quite rare. Like the 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 need that people feel to push through despite all the symptoms of the body saying no. And all the signs and the signals that are like, you really definitely should have stayed home today. Or like, <laughs> yeah, you really definitely should have gone and done, just spent a day sitting in nature or something. So it's just really becoming more and more aware of, yeah, what the body, what the body is telling you on a moment to moment basis and being able to honor that and have the tools and the resources to be able to honor that and ask the people around you and talk to them about what you need and communicate. And, you know, that's such a process. That's such a process of learning about you and what your needs are. And even that in itself is such a journey of understanding what your desires are. And for me, that's, that has actually come through, you know, I mentioned it a little bit before we started this podcast through reading Pussy and that book that has, you know, it's quite world spread now, but I feel like still very taboo to even say the word, right? So a reclamation of the pussy, which I believe is completely aligned with wild woman, wild feminine, wildish nature, all of that. I feel like they all come under that same that same feeling of being like, oh, wow, like that's what I was missing. Like that is the part of me that hasn't been nurtured, that hasn't been seen or been able to be expressed in this life. So, yeah, for me, like becoming more connected with my own body and that area, so the pussy, and being able to be like, okay, I must start to learn what I like. Um, and it, throughout the book, you know, it it does it goes takes you on a journey with lots of different practices within it, and through all the bits of the homework and stuff, which is not all related to like self pleasure or sex or whatever. There's so much else aligned with that, right? But yeah, just starting to understand in any given moment what your desires are and being willing to acknowledge them and flow your life with them as best that you can. Of course, when you have other responsibilities and roles like children and uh, work, there's a, there's a journey and there's a process of bringing other people on board and creating new, um, new stories and weaving new lines in, within your family and 
community and that sort of thing. So, yeah, but there's that to me has been a part that has been a huge missing puzzle piece. And since I have read that book, it's just opened up so many doors. No joke. Like, just being able to be more sensual and sensual, of course, in the sense that, like, we have so many senses and being able to enjoy the feeling of the breeze against Mm. your skin and just when you eat your food, you're, like, really eating the food and, and nourishing your body with that growing plants and really enjoying the process of watching them grow, looking at the sun and being so blown away that you're just like, wow, that's so beautiful. And the clouds changing in the sky. Yeah. There's just, there's so many little intricacies that there's magic and miracles happening each and every moment of every single day. And, and you could, literally enter into this state of bliss and wonder and awe in any moment if you allow yourself to like right now I'm kind of feeling this overwhelming beautiful sense of like wow I'm here speaking to you and this is being recorded and it will be sent out and the ripples will continue and even that just feels really magical and it and honestly makes me emotional And that would have never have happened a year ago or less, less than a year ago. Um, Oh, Oh, I love that. Like, I I totally feel you in that. Like everything you just said that I felt like, um, like my heart was like, oh, like, like, yeah, that juicy and that magic and just that, like, it's just beautiful. And, and I love, I love so much how you touched on that. I guess it's more of a society that we're like, oh, you know, you have your appointments and you need to show up and like, you know, you can't like just reschedule stuff. Cause it was funny, even before this, I was like, oh, like, you know, I guess it's part, part of the cycle. So I'm like, oh, I should have scheduled this in my like summer phase of my cycle. I was like, fuck, like, do I just want to nap and like cancel this? And then was like, you know, thinking about, it, I was like, no, like do it, you know, like you made a time for this, like put it forward. And, and to, I guess like, I'm, I'm like, I, you know, and then once I'm in it, I'm loving it, but just like, yeah, respecting that and respecting those needs. Cause I find like, you know, when I do follow that and I'm like, okay, what do I need? And it's like, okay, I think I need to go for a walk or I need to lay in the sun, like whatever it is. And just really feeling into that and like listening to that is like, is yeah, it's magical. And I guess coming at like, not coming at life, but being in life from that point of view and that perspective and seeing things like that, like, again, that feminine comes through and that like, you see the beauty in the trees and in the wind and how the sun like touches and like, you know, and just that all of that feeling and really being embodied comes like really comes through that, you know? Mm. Yeah. I love it. Oh my God. It feels so nice. Like right now I'm just like, Oh, I want to just like chill out in the sun and like lay down and, you know, and feel into that. Cause it's, it's beautiful and it's, it's so powerful. When you're talking to other women, like this type of conversation, it, it's so validating and you feel so it feels so whole and so natural and so wonderful and yet it's so amazing how quickly you can forget or yeah lose that sensation without mindful practice and dedication toward the flow and the feminine because our culture 
is still very heavily, you know, there's so much that's still within uh, ancestral lines and just so many things that are still ingrained within you that are constantly telling you things in any, in any given moment that you've kind of got to dissect and be like, oh, hang on a minute, is that, you know, is that really what I want to be doing or is that just a little voice from you know, my mother or my mother's mother or, and yeah, having that enough slowness and enough space to be able to, yeah, pull apart the voices that might be there and be able to know what's actually your voice and, or the voice of your higher self, say, and, or the voice of someone else um and i think sometimes it you feel like you have to like justify yourself a little bit in terms of the way that you live your life so if you're not completing x y and z like it even happens within my relationship and my relationship with keegan is beautiful and he is so supportive and holding of me and allowing for me to explore my wild self because it's not an easy role to play that either you know for to be in a relationship with someone who is not not predictable and <laughs> can do anything at any moment so but even there's that uh delicate sort of weave of like do i need to justify you know why i'm literally not doing any work today in little bunny is in the sense that other people would see it because you know the feminine and the inner work is it's not quantifiable you know it's it's stuff that you can't tangibly necessarily see and feel and touch and whatever but it's still there and it's so potent and powerful and yet yeah, such a reframing and a reshifting yeah with those practices it's so funny that sometimes i'll i'll write those things down for me to, to do in the day or like you know go and look go chill out in the sun or go for a walk or jump in cold water or whatever it is and like i'm sort of like look at them and I'm like why did i write that down or like fuck this and then like i go and do it i'm like all right well I'll go for a walk and like and then immediately like those things will lead me back into it like i love you know, for ages, I was like, why would I like, you know, meditate daily or like do these things daily? Like, you know, yeah, it feels good, like occasionally doing them. But it's, it's that like reminder daily of like, oh, this is like, oh, this is nice. Like, you know, this is what I want more of in my life. And yeah, having those practices mm. that support that because it's funny how it's funny how quickly they'll go. Like right now, I'm just like fully like I, I feel like having a conversation with someone about this makes me feel so like yes like you know it's nice to feel other people also in the same um in the same understanding or like the same feelings of you know yeah like how how good it feels in those feminine movements and that like living through that and and part of me is like i just want to chase that like i just want to do the feminine stuff and like totally like totally live in that and then it can be like tomorrow i might wake up and be like i have all this shit to do like you know how how quickly it's gone mm. Mm. Do you have anything yeah, that you absolutely. do that kind of like brings that back in for you and re reminds you of, you know, the importance of that? Yeah, well, lots of different things. I feel like uh, singing and dancing have definitely been pillars recently. Uh, finding new music that triggers 
Um, so recently I just typed in womb power <laughs> into Spotify and then just find a playlist and as soon as I kind of put it on and then go outside, ground my feet into the grass with bare feet and just start to kind of let the body flow and let the body move. And, you know, at first, if you're new to the practice, it might feel strange and weird, but then after a bit, you like, hopefully, ideally, it's like, oh man, this is just so releasing and relieving. And the medicine of the music as well, just starts to work its magic through the body. So there's a combination of things there, you know, there's the, there's the music that's being created and often uh, the music might be from women creators who are already embodied in their divine feminine. So that energy is allowing them to move through you. So it's kind of like that remembering through the music. And I feel like that's what we're looking for is like uh, the ability to remember that the wildish nature is Oh, it's always there and it just needs to be like like sparked like a fire the fire is just smoldering and then it just needs a little bit of like pop um, and I kind of the other word is almost kind of like orgasmic orgasmic living or like erotic living and erotic hasn't been a word either or orgasmic they're all new words and now I'm resonating more deeply, but so say for instance, yeah, being outside with or without music, um, if it's without music, then where I live is very nature based and I'm talking birds and the rustling of the trees and whatever. I still have some cars and stuff, but you know, you can chew that out mostly when you can, um, get amongst that. Um, but if it, if you're more suburban and you don't have grass or whatever, then maybe the music is the way to go then often I will be naked. <laughs> that's been a new thing for my household. That's just all of a sudden, whenever we get home, it's like, ah, oh, and especially because it's summer right now, it's like, well, this is the most comfortable thing to just be fully free and to have the scum, the scum, the sun on the skin and be able to receive that constant communication. You know, the sun is the life force, that energy being able to pour through into you. And so, yeah, like that will reset me so quite quickly, just a bit of movement outside, grounded with my feet, nature in the sun. And water, water's been such a crucial element for me. So, uh, even just like the quickest cold shower during the day will just be able to wash off anything that may have happened. Um, yeah, just like that reset that water is just so cleansing and purifying that if something feels sticky or, you know, there's an emotion that's just really uh, with you that you can't seem to shift, just washing it off. Ideally, more so than that, if you've got like a creek or something nearby, which I'm lucky to have, then just going down and taking a plunge in that energy is super powerful. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I'm really lucky to live by like a lake and, and, a, and the beach, but like something about like the cold river and just it's like the fresh water is like, oh my god. Like, you make me like, okay, I'm gonna find like the closest river and just like that's it's so beautiful. And I feel like it's 
yeah, getting into like natural sources of water is like, you know, it's like cold water, but like on top of that, you get like all of the, yeah, the goodness and the, just like the purity from it is magical. Yeah. Make, and just when you're there also just being fully present, you know, not often would I take my phone, but if I did, it might be to capture some beautiful images, which kind of can nourish me too. If the, the phone sometimes can capture the the glimpses of the sun between the treetops and or it may reflect off the water and show up on the phone in a way that doesn't necessarily show up to your eye and so usually it will be for that purpose otherwise you know without the phone it's just really honing in on and and growing your ability to sense and feel uh, and you're nourishing those elements of being alive yeah the yeah like me just talking about it see how easy is that like even just talking about that experience you almost you almost draw yourself there like you can kind of imagine yourself like a meditation you're like oh i'm there and i can feel the water kind of running over my Mm skin and just oh my body is so wet and nourished and alive um they'd be my favorite there's probably more i think sometimes journaling for sure especially if my mind is like whirling through a whole bunch of stuff and i don't know what direction to take next it's that to me just feels uh, a safe and effective place to just let it out like and mostly if say for instance I'm uh, wanting to get something done and there is blocks and maybe it's been a week of blocks and I haven't been able to shift it then that would be such an effective way for me to write fears but not only write the fears write also the um, the flip of that or like what is the answer to that question that has been burning within me and from that I'll come up with some beautiful thing that I'll be like oh my gosh yes I am a divine creator woman and I have I have all of the p- potential and that source is all within me and I don't need to rely on uh, you know a million other people to be able to receive the answers and yes I can trust myself and all these things that we can get so doubtful of in the process of creation and and being uh, leaning into a wild life as a woman where it's not yet so common, yet the dream is that we all lift each other higher and higher and we all operate at this like higher orbit of beautiful bliss and um, yeah wonderful life mm. oh yep i'm there i love it i love that and i'm just like let's go like oh, i love that and i and i love talking about this stuff and i love sharing this stuff about like yeah like feminine connection and like wild women and all that stuff because you know going to circles like that like for a long time i was not really interested i was like women's circle and i was like mm, sounds a bit lame like <laughs> and like went to one and was like oh my god this is fucking juicy shit like this is and like went to one uh, last week and like hadn't been to one for months and was just like, oh my God, like felt like I hadn't been surrounded by like women for so long. It just felt so good. and was like, oh my God, like, you know, that kind of energy and that connection and having more of that. And it's so powerful. Mm, 
Yeah. 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 I love it. Even like, I totally relate to that kind of feeling. And I think because, and you know, women might relate to this if they're listening, is that there's been, I guess because we've been so lost in who we are and, and from our intuitive instinctual nature, that the the dark side of the feminine has kind of come through so strong where we feel jealousy, we have the bitterness, we pull each other down and that that is just, yeah, it's so rife and it's really, you know, it really pulls on my heartstrings and it makes me wonder why it still exists because I suppose when you start to really move into this space, like I feel like I've just got an abundance of juicy women in my life like if I wanted to I could just talk all day to all these women that I have and yeah so I think when you when you start to move into the space you have you have so many women who are kind of there and they're on the journey and they understand you and and, and you feel like you're not the weird one and yet I forget because it's almost like a bubble I forget that there is just still so much pain and suffering out there um you know and it could be just down the road like it's it's right there and stuff is still happening like that that and for sure like my life is not perfect and things still arise and that's the whole process of uh, being triggered and recognizing, oh, I'm triggered right now. <laughs> like, ah, oh, there's still work to be done. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and, but that other stuff, like the really kind of nasty stuff, is that that's signs for me of the lostness, the disconnect from who she really is or who we really are when that sort of stuff shows up it's just feeling yeah it's like when you're connected with women in the sisterhood it kind of like you treat the other woman as you would treat yourself and there's and there's that beautiful lifting energy nourishing pouring belief encouragement into the other whereas when you flip it if someone else is in your in your domain or in the same work that you do then there's that like pushing down effect like comparison competing like mm. and you know i lived in that space for so long and for sure it still shows up occasionally but oh my gosh am i so grateful that through the practices that i've been doing that it's that it dims you know it really um, it has less power over me now and I'm more aware of when it's showing up and I have more tools now to be like, ah, ha, ha, ah, I know what you're doing <laughs> and you're not welcome. So yeah, it's, it's such a continual process and that the awareness of those things that you can just continue to work with and be like, okay, cool. I, yeah. I, I know what else I need to do now. So I guess in line with the other practices, because I probably only said a couple, but for sure for me, like going back to the pussy, I had, I never really even knew what self-pleasuring was until like, honestly, um, oh, 
like a few months ago. Like I knew that it happened. I knew that it people did it, but I really didn't think that it was a thing for a woman. And yeah, for me, it's just been such an important practice to really get to know myself and what I desire and that ability to slow down and relax and connect to the breath. And there's just so many things that you get from it that, um, you know, there's so much taboo around it and that, Oh, let's just do like a really quick, you know, get off with myself. But that's, that is definitely not, I approach it almost like a full, like, um, yeah, it's a practice of connecting deeper to myself. That is what I would call it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just do it for the sake of doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That, so what kind of, I guess, is that that book is like what really introduced you to, to all of that and self-pleasure? Yeah. So that was definitely the biggest um, I mean, there's definitely things that came before that. I Keys and I did a um, a relationship course together, which kind of bloomed some of those conversations already. And I think through that, the book kind of came up. And then once you open a door, then something else will come through. Totally. And, you know, the world of the pussy is just like, it's an endless sort of... Vortex. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, wow, this is like incredibly powerful. And so now like the women's program I've been running really is I ended up giving a copy of this book to the 10 women in the program and a journal. And it's been kind of like the pillar, like the base of of what we're working through together and no joke it's been the most like transformative time uh and what's it been six seven weeks or so um this term and just watching as that starts to come through more and more how much their energy is lifting me higher and higher. And so there's just this continual uh, flow on effect of just everyone's being lifted. So that's what I mean by the bubble. I kind of am like, I'm surrounded by women who are desiring to go higher and, and then that ripples out from there. So that's that's my biggest dream at the moment. Um, and of course, there's just so many other little spider webs that come off that, you know, like the idea of uh, celebrating the cycle and, and doing rites of passage for young women moving from, you know, being a girl into young womanhood and actually like celebrating when they get the bleed and how rare that is still today. Um, of that being a thing. So that's definitely on my mind. And then you've got all the other situations going on around the world, of course, with mutilation and, oh, it just breaks my heart. It really does. Just the amount of disconnection and, yeah, from this place of so much power. And it just, for me, that really shows where you know where we are in terms of how much suppression oppression we have had and yeah how much it might take to reawaken and 
but also knowing that it's right there. So even though it may feel like it's, you know, it's ages away or like, yeah, you're so far from where I am or that sort of thing. It's actually, I don't believe that. I don't believe that's the case. I kind of, I believe that it, like it really could flip like with the power of your dropping into yourself and your mind and just making that choice to be like, okay, like I am, this is not serving me anymore the way that I'm living and I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of being pushed around. I'm sick and tired of not having a voice and not being heard. And I choose myself now. Like I am choosing me and I will, I will do whatever it takes. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps. Um, <laughs> I will do whatever it takes to choose me. And if that means disappointing other people, then so be it because like, I am choosing me. Mm. 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 Oh, I love that. You make me look cry a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> it's powerful. It's so powerful. And, and I love that you touched on just like this being uh, like a ritual or a rites of passage for younger women. Like when I got my period, like I was grateful that my mom was pretty supportive in that, but like, it's still like, okay, there's a pad, like, good luck. <laughs> like it's so like pushed away. And I remember like, not wanting to like tell my friends about it. I was like, Oh, like, do they have their periods? Like, do they, you know, this is such a thing or like, you know, I don't think that we were ever told like in PE class in school that like anything about that, like that was never touched on. We never had anyone come in and talk about it or like explain to us what was going on in our body or like the cycle or anything like that. And, you know, have lived with that for years and like never, you know, never embraced it. Never you like recently the past, like, um, I think I like learned about the cycle and stuff like that maybe about a year ago from, um, I don't know if you know her, but Amy Kate Bow. Yeah. So I know Amy Kate Bow and also Liz Burton. So yeah. Liz Burton is Wild Womb Co. And I did my first kind of training session about six months ago with her online and another woman. And yeah, but I use this, I use the chart from Claire Baker because uh, she has a free chart online. It's a circle and you can put in your temperature and, and colour in the little moon bit as well. So you can kind of like align yourself with the moon and then write down all your feelings and emotions and be able to like track that with it, which is really lovely. So powerful. And it's like, it's, it just makes me sad that I went for so long without understanding that or feeling like, you know, feeling connected to or, or seeing those cycles. Cause I used to just think I was all over the place. Like, you know, like my emotions were always, you know, like felt really good one week and then next week I'd be like really sad or really needing support and like never, like just never understood it or felt really driven and like felt really happy and like loving of myself and then total opposite end of the spectrum and all that stuff. And then seeing that and being like, it's all good. Like this makes sense. And like, this is like your body's like, you know, and being able to like, now I really look forward to my period. I'm like, fucking earth. Like it's just like shedding and cleansing and like, you know, feeling how good that feels and like wanting that, like, I think that that really needs to be something that, you know, and like, I want to begin to work with stuff like this, but for like young people to have like young women to have that, um, that understanding and learning about it and it to be open and it to be, you know, talked about and like worshiped, like it's so, it's so incredible. Like, Mm, absolutely yeah I mean I'm in a course at the moment and the question was raised you know just how what was the relationship like for you and how did you learn about it initially and then how was that process 
and how did it change over time and, and just all the stories that came up where there's just so much overlap in how minimal the education was and how traumatizing really like some of the experiences were just like oh man the heart really really full-on sort of stuff with yeah just and to think that it and to think that it can be so beautiful and that there's just that's the absolute minority of experiences is really sad and so yeah like anyone who feels called to this space i just feel like we need so many so many people being leaders in this space it's not funny like i reckon if the whole of sanford where i live just decided to become like a rites of passage for you know girls into womanhood that's still not be enough like <laughs> yeah we just need like we need all all, all hands on deck totally um, and that's just one situation in our life right now, right? So, but it's easy to kind of get overwhelmed in that situation. But like, if something is really calling you and it's really pulling on your heartstrings, even if you're in another domain entirely, like even if you're in this other industry and something like this is calling, I just feel like, you know, yes, there's, there's worlds and room for qualifications of things like that, but there's just so, there's so much need for us to not necessarily go and get a piece of paper about X, Y, and Z for absolutely everything. If you feel called to be a leader, an educator in a certain space where you've experienced and you've, you know, as a woman, you've, you've learnt so much about so much. If you step into all these different spaces and you're learning about yourself, then you have knowledge, like it's already there. You are a woman and you can start to share that knowledge. And at first, you know, maybe it's not a paid thing. Maybe you're just doing it for the love of it. And it's, and it's like filling you up so much because you can see the change and the transformation. And that's a beautiful thing. And then eventually maybe, yes, you like, it becomes like your full blown thing. And, and this can relate to every, anything and everything. It's not necessarily, um, you know, doing right to passage stuff, it could be something completely different, but that, that applies to everything. It's like, I feel like we always think it needs to be monetary. And on the same token, yes, it can also be monetary, even if you don't necessarily have a piece of paper to say that you are a hundred percent qualified. Like, yeah, I'm, I feel like that feels really strong for me because it's been such a big barrier for me in my life like I feel like I have knowledge and life experience and I've moved through so much stuff that I feel called to share and then it's like oh but do I need do I need to do this training or this 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 and this before I can offer that to people and where I'm at now is that I really do feel like the answer is no to a certain extent you know it's really it really is no because if we have to wait for everyone to be certified in being a feminine embodiment coach or whatever like this then you know like it's just it can happen from now totally and people like that's what i love about like the community of it and i guess like we did we used to do this like you know thousands of years ago before we had like we had such disconnection from it like you know we would have our grandmothers tell our mothers and our have like we would have that community and like i would learn from my grandmother and i would learn from you know the five-year-old girl and like there would be 
there would be so much learning and so much experience and that would be all together. And I feel like, you know, like you were saying that this space like needs more and more people. I feel like all women, all men, like everyone get in there, like everyone learn, everyone teach, everyone like just like allow it to be open and, you know, and have that experience and yeah, maybe people know more or less and that, but I feel like everyone like has something to share and, and like on their experience and through their journey with it. Like, yeah. And we need people at all stages as well. So, you know, I think people say to me like, oh yeah, you're so far ahead or whatever. Like it's, I, it's not linear. Like, and this is the thing that I feel like we get caught up with and I've been, you know, I've been in that space as well where you can't look to someone and you go, whoa, <laughs> like, oh, I really want to be there. Whatever. Where's there? Like, it's all life. It's all happening right now. And and it's not linear it's all happening at the same time and and we've got so many aspects of ourselves that you know there's one space that may not have had any attention for so long and then so someone else who thinks you're way ahead of them could be completely versed in that space and so therefore that's why we're all teachers of one another because we've all got our unique experiences and therefore to think that one person is going to be your like your teacher of everything is unrealistic and it's just not yeah it's not the case and of course you know that person may be really dedicated to uncovering so many aspects of themselves and growing in different spaces all at once potentially <clears throat> which I feel like I'm dedicated to that's for sure like but there's things that you miss like there's things that you don't know until you have been until it's unlocked until you're made aware of it and you're like oh wow how did that how did that slip under my fingers for so long and I really thought I was connected and all that so yeah I just really think taking taking people off pedestals and taking a certain outcome off a pedestal and just allowing everything to just be as it is and know that yourself is just like as equally valid and beautiful wherever, wherever you're at. And, um, yeah, it's not necessarily that one person is more advanced or <laughs> more knowledgeable than another. It's just different completely yeah. yeah and that we all we're all experiencing stuff all the time like me talking to you this is an experience me going for a walk outside like all those little bits of information like oh my god like so much is coming into us and we're learning so much and like you know like whatever it is like we're, we're yeah we all have that like experience and the learnings and the lessons from that and that yeah like it's, it's very easy to be like oh my god like for me, like I love movement a lot and like I'll look at some people and be like, oh my God, like fuck yeah, like one arm handstand or like just some, whatever, it is, like, whatever it is. And I'm like, I'm getting that, like I'm going to do that. And then, and not like, A, like not acknowledging where I'm at and like, oh my God, this is like, this is fucking awesome. Like, you know, you have like, you know, you're pain free, like your body is moving well, like, you know, having all of that and, and not necessarily just always wanting what other people have, but then also like understanding that like, cool, maybe they can do a one arm handstand, but like maybe they don't have any, like, you know, maybe all of their relationships are really poor. Like maybe that is fully their life. And like, I've done this in the past as well. Like done, mm. like literally exactly that, like being like all for training and being like, 
not like for me, like just, I guess looking at stuff and being like, Oh, I just want this. And like, just being like everything else can fuck off. And like, just be like, I'm just <laughs> going to like fucking train, like, and just eat really well. And like, that's my thing. And it's like, no, like <laughs> you can't just, ha- I-, I think it is important of like, you know, I guess, yeah, doing it all at once. Like I'd prefer to have all of my pillars of health and life and relationships and like all of those things and like, you know, move them forward, like a little, I don't know, like a little, <laughs> like a little wall, like a little, like moving forward and like learning and growing and expanding, like almost like a full circle and allowing it to grow and like, you know, and learning all of that rather than like moving like each little piece, like a little, what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like so so narrow and focused on one space that you have your wheel of life and your and your and your it's meant to look like a circle where it's like all moving out together but you've got this one point out yeah, here. Yeah, ice like, cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like nailing it, and then next minute you're like, oh, hang on a minute, yeah. <laughs> where did all my friends go? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's totally that. It's very like yeah, I love the visual um the visual side of that and like. And, and just like thinking about it, I don't know, like almost like an arrow, like if you're pointing towards something and that's all you're looking at and you go for it and you get it, like, it's very easy to like, cool, I got this thing and like, look around and be like, you know, this is something that I've had to really learn and really like, you know, really remind myself of is like, I can go and get something. But if I look around and I have no one with me, like if I don't have any relationships, like I don't have that friendship, like I don't have that support, like it means nothing. Like, I don't care if I like go and do a no arm handstand like I like if I turn around and I have no one there like I don't like it means nothing to me like I really love this um I guess it kind of relates to this quote that says if a tree falls in the woods and no one saw it did it even happen like feeling feeling that in my life and being like I want to share experiences with people and all of the like I, I definitely notice this and the more and more it comes up for me is like when I go and do something or experience something with people or have people supporting me or knowing that I'm on this journey and, you know, having that, it means so much more to me. And I'm like, Oh my God, like this is really beautiful and really connecting. And I feel so much more alive here rather than just being like, no, I'm doing it myself. Like I'm on my own thing. Like, like, you know, all for one, like we're all individuals and like, you know, living like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love listening to you speak. It's really Ah, oh, yeah. It just kind of like it. It makes me feel more alive. Like I feel like you're just speaking to my cells of my body, and it's that's that's another practice to have is to like how many people around you can you nourish that sort of relationship that allows you to bring you back to that part of yourself. You know, if you're only listening or talking to people who are in a space where you're trying to kind of navigate away from a little bit, then you're really going to be stuck and drawn there. Uh, But if you've, you know, you've got the women or the men or whatever that really allow you to express more of yourself in this way, then you kind of, yeah, it just allows you to kind of come out. That's why I feel like it's so easy talking to you because I can feel your openness. I can feel your presence, even through a screen. Like there's just so much, there's no distance, Mm. right? It's just, and the more open we can be with our hearts, with all of that, you can, you can just speak so more, like so much more authentically and openly without fear, without worry of, of what's, how it's going to be received because it's just if you're in flow you're it's a continuous flow of of yeah feeling connected and heard 
totally mm. and environment is everything with that and people are environment like places environment all of that like plays into it and you know i was thinking about the other day just how like i can be really driven towards something or wanting to change or whatever it is and like if i'm in an environment that does not support that and no one else around me is in that and everyone else is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum and it's not supporting me that like you know it's really really like so so challenging for me to ever be able to really like to get there or to progress in that just yeah how important that is like you know if i was like oh i'm like gonna try and eat healthy and like everyone that i live with eats maccas every day or something like that i'm never it's gonna be so challenging for me to ever step away from that Mm. yeah and i think it's so important with that like like you're surrounding yourselves with like like like-minded people like i love chatting with you as well because i feel like i like we're on the same journey with this and it and it feels good and i feel like i'm like oh cool like you know i'm not alone in this and i have i have connection and i have um like feedback you know to be able to have that back and forth Mm. yeah Yeah. so with the yeah i feel like with the wild woman stuff and this has kind of just dropped in just even like in the last day or two is that i kind of feel like yes you may or may not relate to the idea of like being a wild woman or even desiring to move more in that direction but i guess there's this image of it being like you know when we're in our cultural to, in our culture today saying the word wild it kind of almost indicates that you know it's out of control like it's that that which to some degree, maybe it is, it's unpredictable, but it could also mean like a hectic partier, you know, someone who's like drinking all the time or, you know, taking a million drugs. Like it, it doesn't need to look like that, of course. Like it, it's more uh, living in a natural life, I suppose. It's kind of like, how can you find more rhythm and flow with the natural process of life? Um, that's how I kind of feel in terms of the wild woman stuff. And it can look so different for every, every woman and yeah, coming more back in tune with intuition and instincts, um, and really asking your heart or your pussy, (laughs) I guess, just like for guidance and direction and knowing that there's so many supports out there and if you're yeah if you're ready for it just like allowing signs and signals to come in and being open to it you know i mentioned dreams and then you know finding feathers or and just being curious and open to you know if you want to google it google it like that's definitely my i love that it gets me all excited i'm just like what does it mean if you find a feather (laughs) and yeah I think that's what makes life so fun and so enjoyable is just knowing that so many intricacies that happen in every moment. And yeah, I, I definitely desire to be surrounded by and to live in a world full of women who are connected back into that wild woman archetype and I guess for the sense that you could then interact so freely and openly without barriers and 
um, fear of offending or whatever, you know, all that sort of stuff when you know your darkness and your demons and your triggers and that sort of thing, being able to openly express that you've been triggered and working through that, knowing that it's okay to be triggered. Um, how can we both learn from this experience and yeah, not that necessarily one person was wrong for being triggered. It's like, it's a good opportunity for the other person to be like, okay, what did I say? And not necessarily that what I said was wrong. It's just that maybe I could be more mindful of the way that I'm expressing myself. And that's a beautiful lesson to learn as well, to be more inclusive and, uh, accepting and loving and compassionate more and more and more and more yeah mm, I love that and it yeah it comes back around to like as soon as it comes from yourself like I guess that that wild woman like for me I I really like to to see it and just to feel it like just really loving yourself and like that that deeper part of yourself and yeah like you said like the good parts and the, the you know quote-unquote bad parts like the shadow self or all of that and just really um owning it and just being like yep this is me and like this is cool and like this is all that i am and and this is like this is like that's all good that's great like and going with that and then seeing that in other people as well and how like i don't know, remember ages ago i was probably like 15 or something like that when i was first like you know i feel like more deeply connecting with myself like i read something it was like oh if you can't love yourself you can't like other people can't love you and i feel like that that you know kind of cheesy quote comes up in this as well and it's like you know loving and accepting yourself and loving and accepting others like they they're hand in hand and it's key mm, absolutely i yeah. love cheesy quotes they're cheesy quotes for a reason i was like should, should i even say this like people are gonna be like fuck no i'm turning this off but like i love it and i remember being like oh my god it's so true like it is like i love it and yeah it's cheesy but it is it's really powerful and it's it's very um it's very true it's very beautiful Imagine to hear that though, if every 15 year old were to hear that and really receive that and embody that, like how amazing, how amazing would that be to love the self and then be like, okay, my job is to love myself. Cool. If that was everyone's job, if that was our only job for our entire life, like how magical would this world be? Right. Let's all love ourselves. And then we're so filled with love that all there is is love and the whole world is exploding with just open doors of beauty yeah yeah and i think everyone like yeah 15 year olds but like 100 year olds like everyone just like fill it up with love and yeah and i love that it's it is like you know so much more powerful than sometimes i give it credit for but like love and showing love and you know expressing love to everything you know like flowers like partners the bed like whatever it is like yeah you know like fully feeling that and I guess it like ties in pretty strongly for me at least with gratitude and, and feeling that quite deeply and, and really, you know, like when I feel grateful for my body and I love my body, like there's, yeah, like, you know, it feels so good. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's so many, so many beautiful practices you can do, but I feel like permission, permission to, to do that work, to, to slow down, to give yourself space and time to connect. I feel like if we all just were able to give each other permission to just 
do that a little bit more, then we would uncover just so much beauty and love within ourselves and then in turn be able to see it see it everywhere yeah i love that and totally and that permission thing is it's a funny one hey like i feel like we're almost like told or like not told but like we're almost like i don't know i can't think of any other word but like told to not love ourselves or not you know not be able to express love freely or to you know just accept yourself and like there's always you know, those things are like, oh, you know, you need to work on this and you need to do this and you need to da-da-da and there's always like things to do and to fix and to work on with yourself. And like, I love that part of things. I love like, I love working myself and learning about stuff and wanting to improve myself and all of that. But yeah, definitely coming back to that point of like exactly where I am right now is perfect. Like that's, that's great, Mm. (laughs) you know? Mm. Yeah. 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 So there's the, yeah, like being willing to do the work and yet also knowing that you are so perfect, so loved, like the fact that you are alive here, you know, it's your birthright to be here and you're here for a reason. And just exactly as you are, is just like, that is that is all that's if that's all you ever did was just to be like that's enough and then anything else that you may create or do on top of that is just like i see it as like a bonus that's like a little cherry on top kind of thing like you are welcome (laughs) yeah i love that and i feel like as well like when you come from a place of like i'm I, i don't actually need to do anything like everything i'm just completely like you know, like perfect, everything's fantastic. Like anything that comes from when I'm feeling like that, like that is like, woo, like two cherries, like, you know, like really, yeah, really powerful and really impacting and like, yeah, being able to come from that place of being like so full, like the cup is so full and so abundant. Like I want to give back and you, there's that, you know, that drive, like I want to help. I want to, you know, I want to work on this or like this is part of something. Oh, I'm curious about that. Like, not necessarily like, oh, it needs to be fixed, but like coming out of a place of like, oh, like I wonder how, like what I could learn more about that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Just having more curiosity and, and as you say that the coming from that place of being so full is, yeah. And instead of that place of like fear and scarcity and like, oh, I must do this because like I'm running out of money or like, and you know, of course that's, that's a valid thing in this life that yes, you know, money at this moment may not necessarily be fully flowing and abundant. And yet knowing that it can also easily change. And lots of times it's just, you know, it is a lot to do with being present with that and the, the mindset and the mentality around money and if that is a block and a, and a barrier to be able to know that that can change too like it's all just energy and just the same as knowledge and time money it's all it all holds an energy and and it can find that easy beautiful flow again just like it you know other people experience it so it's available for everyone yeah I love that and I think it plays into everything like you know I've definitely noticed like recently within my relationships like um, especially with my partner like when we're coming at it or looking at it from like a scarcity mindset or like fear or like concern or worry like things like like you know very very um can very quickly like little things come up and boom 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 and like all these issues but then like as 
soon as like we can shift into like whatever it is, even if we're like triggered into an abundant state of being like fucking earth, like we have so much stuff and like so much love and so much like, oh, it's all good. And like feeling that and like being in that, like just how much that impacts the relationship and just purely through mindset of being like, I like have so much love to give you so much like energy and time and care and all of that. And it's, it completely transforms it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like relationships is a whole nother thing, but like, yeah, if you are in a relationship, it's, it's about how, how can that relationship serve each other to the highest level, you know, instead of nitpicking and drawing down on the flaws that may be there rather kind of like really noticing the beautiful aspects of that other person and then finding the fun and the play within that space then lifts you more and you enter into this like yeah it's like you feel like a child and when you feel like a child life is like a playground and and it's even though you're an adult and you have all these roles and responsibilities you've now got this like childish nature that you can then have fun with life and play with it and be like, what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? And like, you know, just, yeah, being less, being less serious. And it's just, it makes for a, um, yeah, like worrying less about the outcome of something and just knowing that like, if you're in your most flow state, like uh, the play state that, it's really hard to imagine anything super, super bad coming from that. Right. Just, it's like, Oh wow. I feel free already. Just talk, even just talking about it. It makes me want to just like go and run up a tree. Totally. And I love it. Like, I think that anything coming from when I'm in a playful state, like, Oh my God, it's great. Like, and everyone who interacts with you as well in that playful state, they're like, what the fuck? Like, this is great. And like, and, and just laughing more and, you know, doing silly stuff and playing and not taking yourself seriously. And like, even trying to bring that into work a little bit more now, like being like, Oh, like I'm going to do this. Cause like, this is going to be fun. And like more looking at it like that and being like, Oh, let's give this a go. And, and just more, yeah. From an, like an experimental playful, like childish mind. And, and it comes into everything like training now for me as well. Like having a dance around, having a swing on monkey bars, like whatever it is, just being like, you know, moving the body and like really being playful with it is like juicy and powerful. And, you know, I feel like just being in that state, like everything that comes to you in that state is like, you're just sucking up all the good stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And being willing to let things go that are not bringing that into your life and not saying that every moment of every day needs to be feeling like that, you know, of course, we're multifaceted beings and sometimes you have to move through the hard emotions and really have deep conversations around things that may be triggering, but that, you know, that playful state is sometimes I feel like you can deal with hard stuff, even in a playful state and be able to move through it knowing that you can shift energies just like that, you know, excitement and fear are like very similar energies and it can flip from one to the other in like a second. And I often find that I can flip from like crying to laughter, like really easily. And I totally feel that. It <laughs> has to be something that can break, break the cycle of like 
or not even necessarily that it's just like knowing that crying and sadness is actually not a bad emotion again quote unquote it's not there's no emotions or sensations or feelings that are necessarily bad it it just is what it is and and suffering comes from the psych of course you know there's obviously horrible things that happen in this world in this life that you know of course we wish never would have to happen and that we could always live in this state of like joyful abundance and freedom for everyone and peace and which is of course you know kind of and it's what i dream of and what i work for and um what i try and bring into this life but there's yeah emotions emotions are just energy in motion and we can flip between them all and it's not a bad thing and it's yeah i kind of feel like it's the one thing i crave to see in people actually it's it you know especially in my relationship it's i definitely crave to see keegan expressing himself in the range of emotions for sure yeah yeah like, that's show me what you're really feeling <laughs> yeah it's funny i feel the same like if ever me, me and my partner are having like really like oh just even if it's just him like if he's crying or something like that i like there's part of me that love like not loves him in pain or anything like that but i'm like i something so something so curious with me to to feel that and to be able to experience and to be able to hold him in that space and it's yeah it's it's really beautiful yeah because oh you know that we all men and women like we we're all feeling being so for it to be able to continue to move rather than be stuck inside this vessel that we're living in and create some other sort of um uh pathogenic thing going on inside our physiology you know just being allowed that energy to continue to shift and transform into something else is just so magical and i think that's where as a woman, when you are an emotional being and you love that, you love experiencing all the different feelings and emotions that seeing it in someone else definitely um, creates something within us that allows, it breaks down barriers and breaks down walls and kind of, you just feel more connected, right? That's how it feels for me. And so I crave that deeply. Like that's what I desire is just to really be with someone in their full expression, whatever comes up. Yeah, that's yeah, that's beautiful, and it, I love that you touch on that, like it coming out of that vessel and what it can become. Like I, I feel like with that stuff, for example, like I don't know if my partner's crying and like I support them, like that can just that can end up creating a lot deeper of a connection and like I like feel like we're coming back into love and like it, it that emotion can completely shift into like you know such a beautiful um, such a beautiful thing, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Resonate. Yeah, it's great. Like, and, and, and with anything, like, and with, or with anyone, really, like, yeah, to be able to, to hold, hold space for them, like we were saying in those women's circles, like that, that, that space is held for people there and that we feel, like, held, like, being on the receiving end of that and feeling that, like, is, whew, it's good. Like, it's really, really powerful and, yeah, I think it's really beautiful. Can be just as uh yeah just as healing and to be the listener like to be the 
one to hear and hold space as as to be the one talking as well so even if you have never been to a women's circle before knowing that you can go there and not even speak but also receive the medicine of the space totally Mm. yeah there's just so many options for you know if someone's like stepping their foot in the door I know there's lots of fear and stuff attached to moving into new spaces but the more you practice doing it I feel it just becomes like and Keegan's like whoa you're like moving so fast and you're like doing all these different things and I'm like that's what I feel like happens as soon as you break through like fears around doing certain things you become more um the barriers just all start to drop away and you're like wow there's no barriers like I feel like life is this beautiful symphony and orchestra of all these things happening at every moment and I just want to be part of it all like and just feel it fully and um so I feel like the beauty now for me of that outweighs any sort of like fear and doubt that might be residual and there so it's just that you know you're changing the neurology and your my body just says yes like yes let's do that let's go and explore there that sounds great so yeah just know that it kind of like I definitely gets easy I don't know if you experienced that Molly totally like I think as soon as I go through one like okay I'm like I'm scared I'm gonna do it as soon as I do I'm like fuck yeah let's find all this other shit that I can push through like almost like an adrenaline rush I'm like you know like was really scared of something or whatever it was and like okay we had like finally for somehow I did one thing and then I'm like, it's just that momentum of like, fuck yeah, like, cool, smash that. Like, what's up? Like, you know, like, just like, t- like bring it on. Like, let me, let me add it. And, and obviously like there's times just like, oh my God, too much. And it can be too much fear or whatever, but I definitely feel like it's like, you know, I feel this in my day. Like once I tackle one thing that I, you know, quote unquote need to do, or like I want to get mm-hmm. done or whatever, like boom, boom, boom. Like everything else can like be just flow through that. And yeah, same with fears and things like that. Like, okay, like fear of this. And it's like, oh, like you go through it and you're like, what was I scared of? And it's like, yeah, working through fear is like, I think that is one of the biggest like things that we can learn from and being like, I'm scared of this. I'm going to do it. You do it. So like there was, what was like, you know, you were all these things you were fearful that didn't happen. Like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? And I'm like, oh, like that's not that bad. And then you do it and, and like, it turns out fantastic. And you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, like, oh, sick. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, one thing that I've learned is, of course, I love how I say one thing I've learned because I've learned many things and we've had a conversation in the past how long, hour and a half, which means that obviously I've said one thing that I've learned probably multiple times. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that if you if you never stop your journey, then you never fail anyway. Like I feel like the fear of failures or the fear of success, even it just if your journey is like ever continuing and ever evolving. Uh, I learned from Tracy Spencer, who has written an awesome book called Rock Your Life. So anyone who's like wanting to move into the space of helping women and being the light work sort of space, then. Um, her book is amazing uh but she talks about draft copies and it's been like revolutionary for my life and being able to just do the next thing and whether that's in relation to business or just life itself it's kind of like okay this is just like this is a little practice run this is a little draft 
And when you kind of like shrink it down to like a draft, it's like when you used to write assignments or whatever, it's like, okay, you know, it's not the final thing. So less pressure. I can be more, I can just punch it out, <laughs> just kind of do it. And, and then you learn in the process of it. And then the next thing that comes along is, you know, it's just that next, next level. So that's been, that's been incredible for me. And I don't know whether, I, I don't know whether Tracy came up with it, but it's bloody ingenious. I love it. I, lo I really love that. And I feel that as well. Like even like, to be completely honest, even with this podcast, I was like, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Like, it'll be like, maybe season one will be shared and like whatever. And like, not just us, but like all the podcasts that I did, like there was so much, like so much fear about like, you know, like, fuck, really? Like, do you really want to like talk to random people and then put that like online? Like, really? Like, it sounds like a bit of a, like, you know, I don't want to do this is fearful. But then I was like, you know what? If seasons one's real shit, like I can put it all out and then I can delete it all. Like, you know, I mean, whatever, like just put it out there and like maybe no one will listen or whatever. But that fear around it and that kind of that draft mentality. And I was like, nah, season two is going to be sick. Like, <laughs> just like, yes. And it, yeah. and it doesn't matter. Like season one's going great. Like, but either way, like it's, yeah, I guess that like improvement and like, yeah, and all those things is, is so, it's so great. I really like that because I had never really like realized that um, I really like that you brought that up because it makes me like at least conscious of it because I feel like I will do that and stuff and be like, oh, let's test it. Like, you know, dip my foot in the water sort of thing. And yeah, like to just to test it out and then go from there, try a little more, try a little more. Like, I don't know. I remember the first time I tried olives, like <laughs> I like had a tiny little bite and was like, no, this is not for me. And then the next time I was like, oh, this could be for me. And I tried it again and was like, not sure. And like, I love olives. Like, you know, like it's almost like that, except with all fears in life. Yum. Yeah. Yum. Totally relate to the olive, <laughs> olive, olive uh, analogy. Yeah. Yum. And I was like, what a weird analogy. But I was like, it kind of works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love every bit about this. Mm. Mm, is there anything yeah, else that you want to I talk feel, about or I share? I feel enlivened. Oh, it's probably endless, Molly. I feel like this is my life. Like these are the conversations that I'm having nowadays and I couldn't be more grateful. I really couldn't. Um, yeah, just to be able to be in this space and know that I can breathe into it and just even practice expressing it because that's the whole other thing as well is that I, I, I resonate with you saying like you wish to share your experiences and of course if you wish to share then there's you know there's whole other skills involved in that like communication and so I feel like being with you here and having this podcast opportunity is being able to be like okay let's practice the art of communication the art of expression and being able to connect orderly, is that a word, with, with uh, other women and people out there that are, yeah, are desiring to hear this sort of stuff. And I can, I feel how, you know, how powerful it has been for me to find podcasts and resources that have just really lit a fire in me and to know that it's so powerful it can be so powerful to find, you know, if you find this one podcast that just really does it for you and it just can be so, yeah, just honestly like transforming, life-changing. It can set you on a path of like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to just 
feel the fear and just explore it anyway. Just see where it goes because this is my life and uh, yeah, I'm willing and I'm ready and what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, totally. And yeah, like I, I, I love that. It's yeah. Or what's the best that could happen? I feel like yeah. there's the flip, hey? There's mm -hmm. the flip. There, what's, the, what's the most magical thing that could come from this if I explore this path and yeah sometimes I don't think we give enough credit toward the other flip side and I've definitely started doing that more recently it's like you know what's the worst that could happen what's the best that could happen as soon as I start writing that that's the that's the imagery that's the vision that's the wow like this is the life the heaven on earth that we are creating and as women there's just so much powerful manifesting that we can do and activating of one another and yeah, that's what I'm here for and it really lights me up and I feel like when you know it lights you up, you know it lights you up and that's the path you follow. So, yeah, here I am, here you are and here all the listeners are. <laughs> Whee! Yeah, oh, I love that. And then I just wanted to finish up lastly as well which is how people can connect with you and chat with you and see your work and kind of get more connected. Mm, yeah, thank you. I... Yeah. Okay. Well, Instagram, I am Odell, O-D-E-L-L-E. That's my handle, <laughs> whatever you call it. And on Facebook, Odell Wolfenden. Um, yeah, I run the charge movement. So if you want to check out our gym, you may or may not live close to Sanford. Um, as you said before we started this podcast, you <laughs> wanted to come to the gym, but you realised you live like nine hours away. <laughs> um, so it's called The Charge Movement. Uh, so you can Google that or um, look it up on the website or even on um, Instagram as well. But definitely in terms of my uh, passions and this type of conversation definitely happens on my personal one more so. And yeah, if people are local to Sanford, then the priority at the moment for me is running uh, um, women's spaces. They're not necessarily like a traditional circle as such where people just kind of share. They're definitely focused um, and allowing people to soften into the feminine embodiment and see what comes from that. So that's kind of like the focus in person each week at the moment. Um, and then, of course, I've just launched Untamed, which may or may not end up being a regular sort of monthly thing for uh, locally in the village. And it may go online. Who knows? I don't know what the future holds, really. But, yeah, that's kind of where I am at, at the moment. Um, and that's really exciting. Oh, I love it. It makes me, it really make me want to just like, I can move up to Brisbane, like just enjoying the women's <laughs> circles and stuff. I, I love it. And yeah, I love what you're doing. And yeah, it just makes me so happy. Like every time, like if I'm on Instagram and I see one of your posts and just like a reader, like fucking oath, like this is so, it's, it's really good. And it's really, um, really raw. I feel like I like, I love going on there and being like fucking oath. Like I saw something you posted the other day, like of like your your period and like what you did with it and just like using it in the garden using it on your face and your body and I was like wow like damn like at first I was like what the fuck <laughs> and I was just like, I was like honestly I was like you put this in your face and I was like what the hell and like we're just like okay like I can get down this and just like really yeah different and like I, I don't know I just love it it's very like very opening to my mind and being like you know even when those little things come up in me and I'm like oh no like not putting my period in my face I'm like well 
you know, why not? <laughs> it could just be like, you know, and I love that stuff and I love being open-minded towards it. And as much as I can embracing that and being like, okay, let's like, let's see how we go. Yeah. Yeah. Since yeah. that experience, I had someone link me into, cause that's the first time I've ever done that. And you know, that's, that's the case of being the unpredictable in this unpredictable space, right? Like, you, I was called to do that and that was, and it just felt really beautiful to be so ritualistic with it. Um, but I was invited to this event called um, Primal Blood and it is kind of like a movement for uh, breaking down those barriers and, and allowing it to be uh, more seen and more visual around honouring the menstrual cycle in women and um, around the world. So there's the idea at the moment, the vision is 64 women to sync up their cycles and create art with the blood and create a photo shoot with all of the women out in nature. And oh. so I was invited and I was like, mm. so I'm feeling into that at the moment to see whether it resonates. But in general, like, I just wanted to kind of like put that out there because for me, yes, even though it felt so beautiful and natural for me to do that and then post about it too it still also brings up like what you said there's people out there that are like probably oh like take it back like kind of there's that uh barrier or wall that can be created so to then have someone share with me about an event that is <laughs> you know kind of like the next level from that it just makes me realize that you know, once again, you're not alone and there's other people who are in that aspect, kind of like further down that path of honouring the blood as art and like, yeah, the magic yeah. that it holds and the power and the wisdom and all that. So, mm. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Links to connect with Odell and myself will be in the show notes. If you guys enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it around and tag us and let us know what you think.